Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And I'm Rob. Karen, super excited for today's Major League Eventing bonus episode. Bonus. Oh, yeah. So, as usual, we love to always introduce when we get new sponsors, and we have a brand new sponsor, Karen. We're super excited. It's something everyone can use. Every yes. listener could use this yes. sponsor services. So, without further ado, uh, I'd like to welcome Trish Scott from the Kathy Berry Agency. Welcome. Trish, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thank Appreciate you so it. much for for looking to advertise and sponsor the major league eventing podcast so. you're quite welcome i'm very excited to be part of it awesome awesome yeah and welcome to our home you're thank actually you. here thank you. <laughs> you sit in our, yes, yes, room, yes. our humble abode thank you thank you <laughs> my <laughs> home office would not have worked out <laughs> i like to call it the international worldwide headquarters that's right <laughs> that's go. right sorry sorry that's right <laughs> also known as our dining room <laughs> So Trish, it's great, it's great to see you again. It's been a, been a while. I think the last time I saw you was at the Maryland Five Star. That's right. Karen saw you at a at local a, jumper yep, show. Fox Crossing. Yeah, yep. yeah, I was there. Being, I'm training to be. I'll be speed uh, being a judge for Marty. So nice. Um, helping helping out there. Yeah. Very super, cool. Super. Yeah. Awesome. Right. So let's get to it. Yeah, Karen. let's, let's get to it. Let's so, learn about what Trish does. Yes. So Trish, can you tell us how you what your involvement with horses is? Um, well, I was born, I'm one of seven. <clears throat> I was born, I think, born with that gene to love horses. Uh, we tra- I was raised in the Air Force with my father, so we traveled. And my dad was a base commander, so we always, he had to take care of the, um, I guess, the cavalry. Or... So I just fell in love with horses. <clears throat> um, jumping back years later, uh, my three daughters did the hunter-jumper circuit. And uh, I was uh, the barn mom. And then finally was able to get my own horse. My kids all stopped riding. I still have the horse. And I've always loved the inventing world. So I jumped quickly as I could into the inventing world. Wow. So Very yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So people would probably recognize you. You're at shows yes. all the time. Yep. I'm a um, volunteer, I guess, between Fairhill International, the five-star now, Plantation, Second, Second, uh, Second Nature, Fox Crossing, uh, I've been volunteering with Fair Hill for probably close to 30 years and Plantation close to 20 since they started. Wow. wow nice. And um, uh, hopefully working on my FEI license for the eventing, level one. Hopefully that'll get completed this year. Wow. So... So you're, 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 uh, you know, it's important for people to know, like you're a legit horse person yes, and that's yes. how this kind of goes. But now do you still ride your horse that you have? That was- I, I, well, she's, we just retired her last year. Um, I have two horses, one's 20, one's 26. Oh, wow. And then we have a 10 year old, uh, rescue. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be under saddle soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're working with a trainer. So, nice. uh, and we are looking for another horse. <laughs> Ooh, we're yeah. shopping's fun. Yeah, it yes, is. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, especially yeah. with other people's money. Yes, like, I love. Yes. I love shopping for cars, homes, anything, anything high dollar, campers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trailers. I'm in. Yep, with other people's money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when it's my money, it's <laughs> too best. stressful and yes. I'm very cheap. But <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I love I the shopping process. Yeah, I, I do just, too. I don't know, and I'm a researcher, so I think it's. Except when we were shopping, look, look at you know trying to find a horse for our, our son. Oh, yeah. there's so many out there. 
Well, at the time, it was like there, there was not nothing. really. Oh, yeah. Does we just <laughs> or it just doesn't seem that way? Weird. Yeah. Well, maybe just whatever fit. I don't know. It just seems like every day there's horses popping up on all, mm-hmm. every group, mm-hmm. every site, yeah. and all of a sudden it was like, hey, where's everybody at here? Like, where's all these <laughs> it was crickets. We did yeah. find one. We yeah. had to go all the way to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh my word! Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, he's a little diamond in the rough. We'll see. Yeah. Look forward to seeing him. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh, that's yeah. right. You did see him. You saw him at Fox Crossing. I think. No. No, that wasn't. No. No, that was a different horse. Mm-hmm. It was a different horse that he was riding. Oh, that's right. He yeah, was riding his uh, one. Sailor Popeye. Yep, Popeye. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you didn't get to see his <laughs> yeah. horse. Yeah. So Popeye stayed up here for the winter. So Popeye will probably come back to working with Joe. He's a green off the track thoroughbred that mm-hmm. Joe was riding. So yeah. good job that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, cute little horse. Yeah. So, Trish, how do you use your horse experience with insurance? Well, I decided a few years ago to – I've been in the insurance business for close to 30 years now, and I started specializing in farms probably five or six years ago, and I aligned myself with Kathy Berry uh, last year. Uh, she specializes in uh, in farms. She's been doing farms for close to 40 years, but she never really dabbled much in the equine. I mean, a farm's a farm, a farm. It all depends on what kind of animals you're raising. So with the equine, having been involved with horses my entire life, and especially now, um, uh, the FBI testing has really honed my skills to look at safety, safety, safety. So when I walk into, when I go to a farm and I walk on the farm, I look for certain things that may cause issues. Uh, are the fences in good repair? Are the gates in good repair? Do they have um, signs of, you know, no smoking? Um, keep your dogs on a leash. Are they parking the cars away from the barn, away from the arenas? Things like that that a lot of people wouldn't think could cause an issue. So I always try to um, say, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't store your gas cans near the barn. <laughs> or maybe you should be smoking, like, away from the barn. Um Kids not running in the aisles, dogs loose, chickens, cats, you know, all those things can potentially cause, you know, losses and claims. So I always try to um, not really, not tell someone to do but maybe suggest maybe um, like not tying fans to barns, like those box fans on the stalls. Mm-hmm. You should never attach them to the stall because if that catches fire, you just kill that horse in the stall because you're not getting that fan off. You're not pulling that horse out of that stall. So use the stand-up fans, agriculture fans in the, in the hallways. No extension cords. That causes fires. Because if you take any kind of equipment, attach it to an extension cord, the extension cord gets hot. So those are always a big no-no. Um, leaving, you know, keeping the, like, like tools and rakes and wheelbarrows and chainsaws and whatever else we use in our barns, you know, keeping them, you know, out of the aisleway or hung up or not laying over. Yeah. So you're also doing like, you're also helping kind of just get your second set of eyes. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you're seeing these claims yep. being that you do this for a living. You see yeah. the claims, you, 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 you read what, how fires started and how mm-hmm. loss occurred and stuff. So, and then, uh, does that also go for like how people store their valuables? You know, oh, absolutely. Tax, absolutely. So. Unfortunately, that's such a, um, a lot of times you go into, um, I've been into so many barns, you know, high end and, and low end barns, and there's really um, the 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 saddles, the tack, the equipment is all just out in the open. People come in and going. 
uh, people trust anywhere. Of course, people are very trusting. We all have our, you know, our grooms and helpers and trainers and assistant riders. You never think they're going to take from you. But um, most, unfortunately, most um, most riders and trainers don't have an inventory of their tack. They should always take a picture of their saddles or bridles, their boots, their, and just have it stored somewhere. We all have cameras on our phone now. Mm-hmm. But just keep it in the mindset. If you buy a new saddle, you buy a new bridle, you buy new boots, whatever you're buying, take a picture of it. You know, somehow get your name on there. That can't be removed. Um, and just, um, you hate to have to lock your tack door, but, you know, and limit access to your to your stuff. But if you and then also just making sure it's insured correctly, um, there's different ways to ensure, you know, tack is um, like the stuff in your home is like your your contents, your personal property. Anything not attached to the wall is personal property. Um, any any saddles and bridles, or even some of the helmets or boots that are over a thousand dollar value, you can schedule them as an inland marine. It's very inexpensive. And it takes away from just the contents of the barn. So you schedule your high-end tack on a separate policy called a floater. And when these riders travel, no matter where they're traveling around the world, that policy travels with them. So if they're they're ever robbed overseas or robbed out of the country, it all comes back to that policy. So Um, if someone goes in their trailer while they're out on cross-country and takes mm -hmm. a dressage saddle at that show, which happens. Oh, sure. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. yeah. But it does happen. Yep. That saddle could, with your help, with the proper policy, mm-hmm. that could be covered. Absolutely. Wow. For a very low deductible. And when you schedule it, it's almost like you're, it's like a diamond ring. You're, they're going to give you the value of that saddle. So let's say it's $5,000. Um, you go replace the saddle. Let's say you had to, um, so let's say you found a saddle for 2500 right away, but you want to exchange it for a higher. They'll give you that money, and then when you replace it, the like kind and quality, they'll pay you the extra amount for that wow. saddle. Mm. Wow. So it really, it really helps to, especially the expensive. I mean, some of these saddles, my goodness, they're five, seven, ten, if not more, and they're custom made for your horse. So to have to go back to that saddle maker and get that same saddle redone, it's going to take a while. Right. Yeah, for wow. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to cost a couple bucks. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, yeah. A couple few. Yeah. A couple few. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about. Uh, the Kathy Berry Agency, you know, we're talking about farms right now. Mm-hmm. Um, can you take us through, like, everything, like, all the different um, lines of business that sure. you can ensure people? Well, are. Kathy Berry is an independent agency. I like the independent structure of an agency because I'm not beholden to one carrier. Like, you're all state, state farm, farm family. They're all capped to that carrier. So especially dealing with the equine farms, everyone's farm separate. Everyone's farm is different and unique, what their exposures are, what they need to cover. Uh, so I, I like having an array of carriers that I can go to uh, nationwide. I can go to um, Travelers Ag. I can go to State Auto. Um, and I have another uh, broker business. I even have access to Lloyd's. Um, so someone's doing, uh, like I deal with some of the racing steeplechase people. That all will go to like a Lloyd's market because the exposure is just too much with the steeplechase, you know, horses running around. Yeah. Even more than inventors, believe it or not. Um, and inventors are a unique type of people because they're considered a higher risk because of what they're doing compared to like a hunter jumper or a dressage uh, for the liability liability sign. So with Kathy Berry, we do auto home. Uh, um, we do businesses, contractors. Uh, life policy, health policy, 
Uh, and then on the farm side, um, Kathy has insured some of the largest cattle, uh, pigs, chickens, turkeys, alpacas. We even have some... Um, else we have we have some other strange um farms <laughs> wow. you know but we're licensed in pennsylvania delaware new jersey virginia new york ohio north carolina kentucky and my goal this year is to get into south carolina wow so that's so. a lot of our a lot of our top list yeah. mm-hmm. states yeah, there so for sure yeah. so yeah. let's um if if i can just kind of take it back a little bit so mm-hmm. Uh, auto, we understand automotive, yep. you know, and everyone has a truck. How about yes. trailers, the horse trailers? Oh, yeah, you can absolutely. Do. So you could do uh, anything. Someone calls you up and they either, you know, they they they, they have the vehicle. Most people yep. have a vehicle. So you can do the vehicle, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then as far as uh, if someone rents a farm, sure. is that different insurance as well? Oh, uh, yeah, because you're not insuring. Well, it depends on the it depends on the contract, too. So um, you can rent a farm. And, but let's say you're responsible by your contract. For the you know the barn being insured or the home, it's, it's I think it's called a triple net lease. So if you're responsible for the structure, then by your lease, then we can we can insure the home, the barn, the fencing. One thing nice about the farming is you, you can ask, actually include the fencing as other structures on the policy. So a lot of people aren't aware that your fencing because that's expensive to um, to replace that. We just I'll just deal with Mary Hazard. Uh, her fencing is brand new. It's like. Seventy-five thousand dollars. My goodness! Holy smokes! Wow! So that's expensive to have to something were to you know come and wipe that out. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh. And as far as now, we you know we always insure our horses, and then we have mortality. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the mortality, major medical, correct. Mm-hmm. Is is mortality something that is included or attached to your policies, or is that something people should stick with? You know, their 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 equine. No, we, no, we can we can take care of that. Um. So the um the um. The mortality major medical for the horses is usually a separate policy. You can make it a group policy. I have one gentleman now. He breeds and trains Clydesdales. So he has all his mares scheduled. Um, He has two stallions. And then uh, as the babies are coming due, he just adds the babies. So you can start a policy and just keep on adding your horses as you want to insure them. It can be different values on the horses. So you have your mortality, which is your life, the life of the horse, something happens to the horse, and then your medical and surgical. A lot of policies, you can get all three. And some people just want the mortality, some just want the medical surgical. And you, there's 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, whatever you want to, whatever you feel you need to protect the horse. Wow. And then it's usually just for a year, so they don't automatically renew. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that they're, they're for a year, they keep on renewing them. Gotcha. Hmm. So we got the, the 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 home, the farm, and of course, you already touched on you know the, the if you own your farm yeah. and you own your home and yeah. you know the whole thing, all that and all the and tractors everything. and the equipment you need to run the farm. That's all, you know, something that's all considered under the farm policy. Gotcha, okay. man, oh man. And I guess because these are farms and everything's so custom. I mean, every policy it takes mm-hmm. a lot. You're 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 working hard to. I'm at. I, I walk. <laughs> I walk. I walk the entire farm. Gotcha. Yeah. And then do you. Do you have to help them inventory or to, you know, ask people, okay, which oh, yeah. of these tractors yep. are you putting on? How many horses? Yeah. What, what do you have? We go three. Go, like, I usually take their, if they have a current policy, I like to look at that to see, you know, what they have. Do they understand what they have? And I go through it line by line because every policy is different. You know, every carrier is different. So I want to make sure there's no gaps in coverages in case something were to happen. So I do go through the policy line by line. And then I sit down with the client and say, tell me, the, here, here's your current policy. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? And what concerns you? 
and then we can figure out, you know, which way to go. You know, whether we stick with that policy, we take a different carrier. I tried to present two or three different carriers because every carrier is different. <clears throat> yeah, for yeah. sure. We know that. Yeah. Now, you also mentioned life. And it, did you also kind of slip in health? Yeah, we do health insurance, life insurance. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, these farm, you know, these people that are um, – you know they run their own business and sure and, and then, yeah. so mm-hmm. so you you can actually work up. How does that work? Is that those are different carriers? I guess yeah people. yeah the days are carriers yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. So you really are one stop shop. Mm-hmm. I try to be. <laughs> yeah. I really I really try. I just a friend of mine uh, referred me to her son. Her son is nineteen and wanted to go to Mexico to start a business. And she was afraid for him to go to Mexico. And I said, "Well, we can we can take care of that." And I have a kidnap and ransom policy for two million on him. Wow. wow. Yeah. Ooh. So if he's in Mexico, so what happens? Except if he feels threatened or something happens, he he enters a three-digit code. A three-digit code goes to his adjuster, and um, he's assigned a person to get him out of the country. Wow. So that is really cool. I yeah. mean, I hope he doesn't have to <laughs> use it, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, I never knew that you know, existed. If you're, if yeah, you're, if traveling you're, in this as country, yeah. If you were your, you know, your 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 young your child is going overseas mm-hmm. to work in student in oh, Europe yeah. or something yeah, like that, mm-hmm, and you're yeah. going to be, yeah, you know, hey, you know, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. I mean, because it has had it sort of has a kidnapping ransom, but it also has like a. Uh, medical insurance, like travel insurance, he gets you know injured. They'll you know fly him back home. So there's a lot, a you know, lot to the policy, but it's mainly for if he gets kidnapped, we'll wow. negotiate him out of the country. God, that's incredible. Ooh, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Now, and w- one last thing: the commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys do commercial. Explain yes. to me what is commercial, and is that the same as like business insurance? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. So commercial business, it all depends on like if you're like a you know, doctor's office or a dentist's office or an attorney's office. You know, that's like a business owner's you know, business. Uh, commercial to me is like um, an excavator, a contract excavator. Um, what you're doing, you know, when you're traveling, this is your business. That's a business commercial. Um, like the horse trainers, they're actually a business. They are a business. And uh, so we provide workers' comp for their employees. Oh, wow. So mm. we can take care of the workers' comp for their employees. Um, you hear that, trainers? Get that yes. workers' comp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the workers' and, uh, um So so workers' comp, uh, how about like if, 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 you're, if you're a trainer but you travel? Mm-hmm. Are, are you somehow like insured for that? Like, yep. if you, and then if people yep. are riding on your property, yes. And I'm assuming you guys, um, or you, excuse mm-hmm. me, will, um, will let your client know what they need to do to make sure that the, they're, I, I guess, if there's any waivers or anything like that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, works. absolutely. That's all part of the, the, the insurance review, looking at everything, looking at their waivers, liability, their contracts. Um, if they had hired another trainer, you know, we can, in some, a lot of times, we can include the trainer on their policy. Okay. Um, or they or the trainer can get their own policy, however they want to. It depends on the farm. Some some of the um, the larger farms want to make sure that there are any trainers covered that's working for them. So they'll just include it into the policy. Oh, wow. A lot of farms that allow trainers to come in, they'll be independent. They have to have their own, their own coverage. Well, I can take care of that. Um, and just looking at their, you know, that their waivers, that they make sure that every student, whether it's an adult child, that they sign that waiver if they're boarding, you know, what does their boarding contract look like? Um, that's all part of, that's all part of the reviews. So uh, another question here, the whole, a person pulls over, um, 
decides they want to like give your horse an apple or carrots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of liability is that if that person, for them being stupid, you need to be covered, right? right. And then yeah. what, and we do. What we, do, we, do? We insure stupid every day. <laughs> we really do. The, the nice thing, so it depends on what type of farm you have, whether it's your home, you know, personal farm, or is it a business. So that's your liability. That's your, your commercial general liability or your personal liability. And what happens, so if that happens to your property and someone, you get a lawsuit in the paper or you're served a lawsuit, you give that right to the agent, and then the agent calls it, calls the carrier, turns to the carrier, and the carrier signs you an signs you an attorney. So you don't have to worry about finding an attorney, have any money come out of your pocket. If it goes to court, they settle out of court, whatever. So when you're if you're proved negligent in the courts of law, that's where your policy pays the limits, whether it's a half million, three hundred thousand, a million, and that plus attorney's fees. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what your policy pays out for that claim. Wow. Yeah. Well. It sounds like Trish is your your person you got to call. So yes. if if it's insurance, Trish, 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 is your, Trish, Trish is your lady. lady. Sure. Yep. Man, I'm I'm sure there's tons of questions out there. So people are going to have to get a hold of you and ask yeah. their yeah. particular questions, right? So, so yeah. So how do they contact you? If they so have anything? just call my cell number. It's on my business card. It's on everything. Um, I work out of my home. Uh, there's never a reason not to call. I'm always available. I say my, I'm always a phone call away. It's 484-319-8923. My phone never leaves my, <laughs> my side like all of us. So and what's the number one more time for everybody? 484-319-8923. So give Trish a ring. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so that's the best way to get a hold of you. Just yep. go straight to you. Call myself. Just call mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. We're, this is um, Trish while she works for Kathy Berry. Trish is the sponsor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trish is the one that we want to deal with. Obviously, Trish knows her stuff, mm-hmm. knows the business. Um, you know, there's nothing worse than trying to insure your farm or something like that and have someone come on that doesn't understand right. mm-hmm. what's a value and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know that. And the fact that you say you'll come to the farm. Yeah. And, now, if someone's out of state, are you still traveling to try oh, yeah. to come and visit? Yeah, and, I definitely will. Okay. Wow. Just give excuse to get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. I love to. That's why I'm, I'm hoping to get to, um, to Aiken this year. That's my goal is to um, because so many of our you know eventers they go to Aiken, so I'd like to get down there and um, you know see what's you know see the area down there and uh, bring Aiken into the you know into our agency. Fantastic. That'd be cool. Well, Trish, thank you so yeah, much you're again. Welcome. Trish thank is going to be. Trish is going to be um, giving some insurance tips here weekly. And, mm-hmm. and, and so look for this. We're going to continue to advertise for you, Trish. Mm-hmm. Karen, was this fantastic? This was awesome. Thank you so much, Trish. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to being part of the, I guess, the major league eventing world. Yeah. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs>